To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, here we are. It is now officially the silly season as Christopher Luxon finally got his State of the Nation speech off and released his first policy in the election year. And who saw this policy coming? National has promised it will give households with a joint income of up to $180,000 a year a 25% rebate on their childcare costs. Now, strangely enough, the last politician to use earn early education bribe was Jacinda Ardern, and that was only last November, and the new settings are coming in next month. But National has gone and taken the childcare policy just that little bit further and started talking money. It is a classic case of not staying in your lane purposefully, uh, hijacking another party's policy to swing some of their supporters your way. And that's why everyone will say, this is good politics. It targets Labour. It targets Labour's supporters. The policy's not cheap. It's 250 mil. But National says it will call that money back from the amount consultants currently charge the government. Now, look... (laughs) When the policy first came up, I was talking with a mate who said there is a certain irony that National will fire some consultants so that they can afford tax rebates so that parents can hire some consultants to look after their children. But, you know, there we are. But there's also an irony in painting consultants as the bogeyman. Now, this makes great sense on one hand and not so much sense on the other. As Ben Thomas said yesterday on this radio station, look, You know, no one has sympathy for consultants. And so they're fine to paint as the bad guys. But I think you'll find an awful lot of the consultant economy are actually national voters. So they will not be feeling the love from their party. Remember, consultants are a $1.7 billion slice of our economy. $400 million by the government alone. Target them and the economy at large will take a hit. But it's so easy to scapegoat consultants because they seem to charge like a wounded bull and produce not very much. But we need to remember that government after government of all colours has made the consultant a more and more necessary evil in this country. Since the 80s, governments have tried to reduce the size of the civil service and their pay by coring out full-time paid experts and then hiring consultants in project by project. Private practice has been doing this for years. This is kind of like the call centre in the Philippines trick. Why have New Zealand uh, employed call centre operators sitting there the whole time, charging you all the time, when you can actually just charge uh, a part rate for some Philippine guys, you know? Now, National has used consultants as much as anyone. Uh, In fact, possibly more because they're always on a mission to reduce the public service. But this government has used consultants a lot because they keep coming up with ideas that are very expensive. Bridges are not cheap. Tunnels are not cheap. Light rail is not cheap. Reforming the health service is not cheap. The way it works at the moment in New Zealand, no matter what the government is, is that some politicians, who we all know know nothing, come up with an idea They hand it to the civil service, who also have no idea. So they hire a consultant who has an idea to find out if the idea works, 
And if it could, then those consultants then advise the government and the civil servants how to make the idea happen. And so more and more, the consultants are the ones who scope, cost, plan, and facilitate large projects like roads and bridges and flood protection and water needs and health systems, etc., etc., etc. So if you're on a mission to reduce public services, you will need private consultants, which means the question for national going forward, and any government really, is how can you reduce both public servants and consultants if you want anything to be done? And maybe the answer is that national hasn't got anything it wants to do. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.